years. I lived at the bottom of Jubilee Road, um, like in my later teens, and we would always get so excited to yeah. go see those houses. Is that how long that's been doing that now? Mm. He's been doing it for quite some time. Even longer. Yeah. Okay. How old do you think I am? How old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, am I dating myself? <laughs> I just turned 41. Oh, so okay. I've been around the block for a while. <laughs> All right, well, I'm older. <laughs> you win. I win. I win. Yeah. I see, I never get to win. And, like, with, I've got a film crew, and they're yeah. all like 20s, yeah. early 30s. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. They That's keep good. me young. With the kids. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As Bill Maher always says. Yes. Yeah. I work with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're great kids. <laughs> yeah. They're great kids. Yeah. So, yeah, television. Whoa. Mm. What are some of the shows? Um, most of them are on East Link. Okay. Um, so Eastland Community TV. Yep. Uh, one of them's Haunted. Okay. Which is all paranormal investigation. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I did yeah, that yeah. for six seasons. Oh, the wow. last season that I'm on is airing right now. Yeah. Moving on. How did How did you... How, like, I'm just so fascinated by everything that you so did. So I, I, <laughs> I got into television because of podcasting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my podcast was called Booze and Bourbon. And I think my husband Ryan had mentioned like it yeah. was a big big thing in the states especially with the whole bourbon thing like yep. 2020 and 2021 and it was the top bourbon category or podcast men's category right which is really cool oh, right on. so i got to go to um i want to take some notes on this and got to go do all that kind of stuff and yep. then one of my friends was like there's a local paranormal tv series that's looking for a couple of new investigators and right I was like, all right so <laughs> i went and uh got on the show and so then immediately after that i was turned into a production manager right and then that turned into director yeah so there's like local tv series that i do it's called locally owned there's another one that's called stylist which is all about fashion nova scotia um, there's another one called Downshift that's all about antique cars. Oh, right on. Yeah. So <laughs> I dabble in like everything. Everything. My favorite thing is spooky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's booze, B-O-O-S yeah. and bourbon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the spooky kind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. great. So is paranormal investigating... Is that different from medium? Is that uh, are like are yeah. you like a are you a medium? Are you a psychic? Or never you never really classified myself like as a that. Ghostbuster. I really classify myself as a medium. Yeah, um, I definitely have moments where it shines. I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, like the really, shine. Like I've I've said this story so many times, and I can say it again on your show. Like how I got into the paranormal. Like I've always been fascinated by it. Yep. But to really like dive into it and find out if there's life after death was yeah. because my grandmother passed away and I had this very vivid dream about her. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the dream happened at the exact same time that she passed, which oh. I found out the next day. So um, that kind of like propelled me because I'm a very like I need to know everything kind of girl. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let me find out more about this. And as I kept reading and, you know, lived my regular life, went to college started my career all that kind of stuff these dreams kept happening Mm -hmm. so i can't turn it on i can't turn it off but Mm -hmm. i will have dreams about people who i know that Mm -hmm. have loved ones who have passed Mm -hmm. have messages for them really yeah wow so i don't dive into that so much but (laughs) but here we are but here we are yeah (laughs) so um i don't there's opportunities where i can use it when i'm paranormal investigating especially if i'm staying at like a haunted airbnb Mm -hmm. or haunted bed and breakfast or anything like that. And it just comes 
Like it just I comes. I have like, a nap in the yeah. afternoon before we get started right. at night, and I'll have this crazy vivid dream about like an old nun, and then and we you find have to out be that, there. Yeah, yeah. And then I find out that it used to be a nun's house, and I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. I don't yeah. Know. It's the weirdest thing because I'm a very rational thinker, mm-hmm. so for me to like really try to understand how that actually works, it's like sure. How's that work? How does that work? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. I've got a friend who, who uh, lives on a lake with me, and she's a, she's a medium as well. She's Ooh. been um, trying to, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but she's been having these experiences for like several years now, mm-hmm. and um, she's just now sort of... Uh, embraced it you right. know like she doesn't uh she's always concerned about what people would say and and whatnot but now that you know she's in her she's older than me <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know she's been living with this now for the past few years and it's always been sort of like dra- driving her crazy and uh you know wanting to talk about it uh you know i don't want to speak too much for her but she's finally embraced it and now she's using it uh cool. to you know, help people where the, where she can. Um, and uh, so far, I think it's been pretty successful for her. Um, so I'm always interested in, you know, knowing a little bit more about that, how that works. Mm. And uh, I, yeah, I get the answer from you is probably the same thing I get from her is like, a, or the answer that you've given me is kind of the same thing she gave me. It's like, I just don't know, Adam. It just, yeah. it just happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. It's so strange, but yeah. It, it happens and then even my husband like he, he was like okay you know maybe you had a, a strange dream and then like two days later you know somebody will pass away or mm-hmm. I'll meet up with somebody that I had this dream about their relative and right. he's like okay yeah <laughs> and it's really strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know I talked to a couple of mediums um they're down in the states and I was like, how, in your opinion, because mm-hmm. it's all opinion-based, right? right? There's no, like, science backing any of this up. I mean, True. There could be forms of it, but not, like, diving into dreams and why they these things happen in the dreams. But there's they, they said to me there's, like, this light that everybody emits. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, like, think about auras and things, everybody has, like, sort of this energy field around them. Right. And they're like, they see your light, and they come to your light. They can recognize that. Hmm. I'm like... That's an interesting theory. Yeah. Sure. That is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can roll with it. <laughs> Whatever you say, I'll listen. Yeah. 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 And so that got you into the paranormal investigation and now you're ghost busting. <laughs> yeah. Going to some really cool spots. <laughs> Tell me some of the, well, I already know some of them, but I would love to hear your experiences. Them. So you went to the Conjuring House. I mean, that's a pretty popular uh, destination these days. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. tell me a little bit about that. It's nothing like what you see in the movies. Uh, the no. house itself, I mean. The no. story is a little similar, but I think, well, the story that's uh, been popularized by by the films and, and Ed and Lorraine Warren. But tell me about your experiences in the, uh, in the Conjuring House. And what's it actually called again? Uh, the farm on Brown Top Road. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Harris House or something? In Albert the Harrisville House. The Harrisville House, yes, yeah. right, okay, yeah. So I, I mean, I love the Conjuring movies, so yeah. I was always all about it. Yeah. And the fact that they were quote unquote based on a true story. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are the best. Those are the best. Those yeah. Are the best. I mean, yeah. They're pretty yeah. elaborate. Yeah. They're not really the truth. They stretched a lot, but yeah. anyway, so, um, during COVID, 
and everything started to get shut down. Mm -hmm. There was a seven day live investigation at the Conjuring House. Really? So I said to my best friend, I was like, let's get a subscription. Let's right. in, let's watch. Yeah. So she would log in for a little while and right. she'd watch and then I would. Who was, was hosting that? Um, a series of, of paranormal investigators okay. and the newer owners, not the newest owners, right. the newer owners of the house, totally into paranormal investigating. Um, they actually were the hosts, but then they had a, a team of other paranormal investigators that they'd worked with in the past. Right. And uh, two of those people were living full time at the house as the caretakers. So I was so fascinated by that. So then, of course, I couldn't go. Right. The borders were shut yeah, down. Yeah, they weren't letting you fly, drive, walk. No. no. <laughs> so I had to wait until I could actually cross the border. So when I did, I got there. It was amazing. It looks nothing like the movie at all. Right. And even when... It's like a bungalow, isn't it? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> So even when the uh, the Perrin family, which is what the Conjuring movie is based yeah. upon, even when they lived there, the house was painted white. So it still didn't even look anything like what I knew of it because mm -hmm. it's just, you know, cedar shingle kind of situation. Um, anyway, get there. Super fascinating. Very cool. The stories that they told me that aren't included in a lot of the books that you read or yeah. the movies that you see. Um, just about the, the family and the things that they had happened there was so incredible. Right. Um, my husband was there with us. And so we had done an investigation. We got some interesting noises and taps and things happen like that. Um, but there's a story about the father, the parent father. I don't I think his name's Roger Perrin. Yep. So he apparently had this sort of affair with the ghost in the basement. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And apparently this ghost did not like any other female presences within the house. Right. So he had not been in the house for, I don't know, like 30 or 40 years. Right. This newer family who, yeah. who owned it invited him and yeah. said, we're not going to let you in the basement though. And he was like fighting tooth and nail. Really? He was like, no, I need to go to the basement. I need to go to the basement. So eventually he went to the basement. He was there for like three or four hours just talking and interacting with this spirit that's apparently in the basement. Yeah. So then after everybody else in the group, when I was there doing the investigation, had left, so me, my husband, my friend Stacy, my husband's like, I'm going to the basement. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding? He was down there for 45 minutes by himself. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? Right, yeah. But it was uh, it was pretty funny. He uh, he really wanted something to happen. Yeah, he was down there. It didn't happen. For it him, didn't happen for him. Okay, he was down there for a long time. He was yeah. Something happened. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just not telling you what happened. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a really interesting experience. Um, I really loved going to the Waverly Hills Sanatorium, which is in Kentucky. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. Spooky spot. Is it? So it Waverly Hills. Yeah, tuberculosis yeah. hospital. Oh, okay. So of course it was shut down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they don't know the exact numbers of how many people had passed away there. Right. But they had a tunnel that would um, shield all, all tuberculosis. Of the, uh, that's a tongue twister. I know. We'll <laughs> just call it TB. TB. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> but they had a body chute or a body tunnel that was shielded away from the rest of the patients. So right. That when somebody would pass they would be able to keep their spirits high and not see that there was, you know, a body exiting right. the space. Every day. But they say that it could be 60,000 people that passed away in that hospital. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. lots of goings on there, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
lots of goings on. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first time I ever saw a quote unquote shadow person. Oh, really? And my husband saw too, who yeah. was like, you know, a little bit more skeptical than I am. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. There was no, no light in the building whatsoever. Just a little bit of moonlight yeah. and, you know, 50, 60 feet away from us. Yeah. You're seeing shadows take over the, the space. That stuff sounds so cool. Like, I want to believe in all of that. Like mm-hmm. I want to. I want to believe it. I'm like the way I look at that stuff. I feel like I'm kind of like Fox Mulder from the X Files. He always says, "I want to believe." You know, mm-hmm. make me believe. You know, and I want to believe so much. I, I feel like my brain is a little more skeptical unless I actually see stuff. I've had some weird occurrences in my life too. Like a vivid. I've had a vivid dream before. Um, it was with my deceased aunt who oh. was, um, who had already passed. She had already passed and I had known this. So, you know, I, so my rational brain is like just chalking that up to like chemical imbalance in my brain and stuff like that. Emotions are running high and all that, but it was so real. She was, uh, she was talking to me, um, <clears throat> and she knew that she was gone and I was here. And, uh, like, I don't know, like it was just, it was such a real dream. Never had anything like that before ever again never had anything like that before that time and so that's why my rational brain is like well adam you were just you know you're really sad because she had just passed away she was a big part of your life your childhood she helped raise you but you know all these things right and so but it was just the way the conversation happened in the dream i cannot remember what was said of course i mean it was a dream but i just remember that the conversation she knew she was gone and she was comforting me uh, about it's going to be okay, you know, it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> when you when you said vivid and it felt so real, those are the things that separate my what I call visitation dreams. Yeah. Apart from my regular dreams, right? Because yeah. it's like you just watched a movie ten times. Mm-hmm. Like it's so fresh in your brain. Like you probably saw color. You probably could feel and like mm-hmm. you smell things. Yeah, like it was so real. Exactly like that. Exactly like that. Yes, mm-hmm. it was like I could reach out and touch her. Yeah. Yeah. And then I woke up and it was like, oh, this is devastating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a shocking moment. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's cool. I think she visited you. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I maybe right. Like, who knows? I, I uh, like I said, I've never had an experience like that since, and I've never had anything like that uh, before that either. And um, there was, uh, you know, like death is a natural occurrence in life; it happens all the time. And there's been plenty of people that passed away that you know I had a solid connection with, but uh, this one in particular was like. Yeah, that one, it was just so strange. I still, t- I, I talk about it to this day. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there's lots of people in my life that have passed too, but I've, I've not had those dreams about them. And right. I wish that I had. Right, yeah. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Either. No. Yeah. I wish I could turn that light switch on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hear you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything, any other uh, spooky, what, so what happened at Waverly? You saw shadow people. Saw shadow people. Yeah. Um, so there's this ghost story about this boy named Timmy who yeah. loves playing with a ball. Right. And we had gone to a bunch of different floors and landed on this one floor. And my friend Jen that was with me was wearing this long dress. Yeah. 
it was summertime it was hot yeah and so she had like a, a long summer dress on and we get up to this one floor we don't know what floor timmy is on right we get up to this one floor and we're standing there and the tour guide is you know, talking about the experiences that people have on this floor and you know paranormal investigators love this floor blah 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 and as he's talking she feels something hit the bottom of her dress and uh-huh. she looks down and there's a ball at her feet <laughs> Really? <laughs> okay. Timmy wants to play. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. But just the the mass size of that building mm-hmm. and the eeriness and knowing how many people passed away there mm-hmm. and you know them always having this hope that they were going to get better. The the crazy treatments that they did in the operating room there. They were collapsing lungs. They were doing it all. And uh, it's just this whole vibe that you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure being in real estate too, you were when you walk into certain spots or houses and you're like, I just feel it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are there are some of those out there. Yeah, definitely. You walk into a room or walk into a certain houses and you're like, Yeah, this is uh, this is not the one. <laughs> or maybe it is the one. But yeah, you just you know uh, I used to work also, so before real estate, I used to work with um, at the Toronto Region Sheriff's Office. I used to do a co-op program with them. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you want to talk about certain, pl- walking into certain places that give you the heebie-jeebies. And you just can't wait to get the heck out. Um, there's numerous times, uh, this was a long time ago, I can't remember all the stories, but like you walk into some, and so, you know, sometimes you walk into places with people that have mental uh, health issues and stuff like that. And so, you know, yeah. you can, you can explain away uh, a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but you just, there's, you know, there's, there's that irrational fear sometimes of like going into the basement. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I was listening to a podcast actually not that long ago that was, talking about paranormal investigation and you know using your own senses as opposed to Mm -hmm. electronic devices and things like that and there's something just so ingrained in us when you walk into a space you listen to your body and what your body does for that first 10 seconds Mm -hmm. that's your warning Mm -hmm. so if you walk into a room and you don't like it there's a reason why you don't like it whether it's an environmental thing or whether Mm -hmm. it's actually like a supernatural thing Mm -hmm. just listen to your body yeah first 10 seconds I, uh, there was a house a couple years ago mm-hmm. here in Nova Scotia, um, and uh, I was it was during the pandemic, um, and so I was doing lots of video tours for uh, people. I can't remember the address, but it's in the HRM. It's like just down, you go down Samro Way and whatnot. It's yeah. down along there, and it's right on the ocean. It was this like cute little home. The pictures just made it like like super quaint. It was right on the side of the road. Had a little like a U-shaped driveway that you know on and off the highway and a nice garage and then it was like this cottage-esque style house. It looked like super super quaint and cozy seaside shack. Um the photos uh, you know it had you walk into the the front room and um you look up and uh, it was open up to the ceiling. It had like the um, the walk around so you had bedrooms on all the other sides and it was just open straight up to the ceiling the big chandelier up there yeah. uh, almost looked like it was like one of those old uh, uh, candle chandeliers that you, oh, you know, yeah. right like it was it was super super cozy it was vacant um, it was older as well it hadn't had a whole lot of work done to it very little at all I was in there shooting video for a client 
Um, and I could, I could barely fit in the stairs to go up to the second level, which was hilarious. I kept, I put that on tape. I put that on tape actually, because I wanted, you know, because when you're shooting videos for clients, they, you know, they get some perspective, but they don't get a whole lot of perspective. I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four. At the time I was, uh, you know, closer to 300 pounds. Uh, now I'm closer to 200 pounds. And so when I'm walking up this sta- these stairs, um, I'm like, my shoulders barely fit in there. <laughs> I was like trying to shimmy myself up the stairs. I had the camera turned around face towards me. And I was like, and as you can see, it's a nice, easy walk to get upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I had to find some humor in the whole situation because that house, when I was in there, um, I went in, I turned all the lights on, uh, which is what you do when you're you know, going in to shoot a video. Yeah. I had all the lights turned on. I had all the curtains opened up and stuff like that. So it was nice and bright and airy. Um, but then as I started turning the lights off, I just, you know, I don't know. I had that like spidey sense like kicked in and I'm like, Ooh, there's, nope. there's something weird here, you know? And, uh, I couldn't wait to get out of there <laughs> after I finished, uh, shooting my video. And, um, uh, yeah, that was just a, it was a weird feeling in that one. That was a super weird feeling. Yeah. 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 The dark. looks can be deceiving too, right? Yeah, yeah. It was old. It was an older house. I don't know. Never looked into the history. I never gone that deep. But yeah, it was definitely like somebody was whispering, "Get out." No. <laughs> that was definitely that was definitely the tone in the in the feeling that I was having when I was in that house. Yeah, yeah. Get out. <laughs> yeah. So you know these things can happen. You're speaking of. Um, um, you were speaking of electronic devices. I, is that a uh, electronic device that you take when you go on investigations? It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Is it? What is it? It's called an EDI. Okay. So it measures a bunch of things. Is this like Egon Spengler's? Um, uh, what does he call that? How do I not know this? I don't know. Oh man, PKA meter. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. I, I don't know. The PK. What is it? The PK. The PK. P, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it measures um, electronic or electromagnetic fields. Yeah. Um, so typically, when there's a spike, it'll go this way. Right. I don't really know why it's doing that right now. Why it's flashing? Okay. Um, so it does a, a multitude of things. It measures pressure, it measures humidity, and it measures temperature. Mm-hmm. Now it's a nice tw- almost 21 degrees balmy oh. here. Um, so yeah, uh, sometimes we use this as doing like a baseline reading in mm-hmm. the house. So if somebody's complaining, not, not oftentimes I go into a house where somebody's complaining of an issue and they call me in. Typically doesn't happen. Right. However, occasionally it does. Um, so I will take that in and I will... Look at the fridge, for example. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is an old old fridge. It's right. throwing off a lot of electromagnetic fields here. So that could be your problem. Um, but they say that, you know, paranormal investigators will say that uh, ghosts can manifest with more energy. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they also throw off energy. So that's kind of a, a good indicator. But it's really cool because when I use this in the field, I'll ask yes or no questions or I will ask, you know, certain names or anything like that. And, like, I will get all of these lights go off. And I'm like, okay, trying to, trying to say right. something to me. Yeah. So this can also help, like, explain away um, 
like you said, it'll measure electromagnetic fields, mm-hmm. and, and, and if they have old appliances or something like that, it will pick that up. So this could also help explain away um, uh, in instances where, you know, they're just the homeowner. Oh, that's weird. I know. What's I'm over like, there? Is there <laughs> like a wire or something? Because that's usually a good indicator. Like, see, it kind of spikes when you're closer to you. Right. So when there's nothing like that around and it spikes, mm-hmm. then there's something else in the air, in the air. Typically, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. right. But I brought this device too. I'm just going to turn it off for now. But I brought this device too because you know maybe it's useful for you in real estate sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also brought um, another thing that I use in the field a lot, which could also be useful for you. Oh yeah. Okay. What else did you bring? They're dowsing rods. Oh yes, dowsing rods. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Dowsing rods, yeah. Somebody's looking to see where they can put a well. Yes, yeah, yeah. You could take these out and see if they cross anywhere because typically these were used in ancient times to find water underground. Yeah, yeah. And if you know anything about Oak Island, these Mm -hmm. were used a lot on Oak Island before. Right. Before the TV shows there. Yes, yeah. Just to try to figure out where, you know, there could be underwater tunnels. Yeah. So um, I use these actually to get yes or no questions. Or okay. Or something can manipulate them and point them into an area in which they are or where they want me to go. So I will ask a question. Um, is Adam Scott in real estate? And then if the answer is yes, which it should be, they will cross. <laughs> Oh, but they're trying to pull apart. No. What's, what's the other story here, Adam? What else are you doing on the side? Podcasts. <laughs> exactly. So I brought, I brought those two pieces of equipment because, you know, you could potentially use them in your field too. Uh, yeah. So, so, this, so, so walk me through this one again. Sorry. So this, you, the, the, you could, this measures uh, humidity, pressure, temperature, like electromagnetic fields, yeah. everything. So what would I use that for? Uh, if I wasn't using it for uh, what you use it for, like what what would I what would I? If there's uh, some sort of like crazy wiring or anything oh, yeah. in the walls, yeah, you could take that over and you might get a huge spike and be like, okay, maybe maybe we need to have somebody take a look at that a little huh. bit further. Okay, yeah. How much are one of those bad boys? Um, you can get more uh, like sort of entry level ones yeah. for like sixty bucks. Okay, that one's I think about two hundred. Okay, yeah. alrighty comes with a nice shiny case. Yes. I'm assuming that's important. <laughs> well, it's important for me, yeah. so I don't ruin it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're running away, because there is something that's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you make house calls as well? Occasionally. Yeah? Yeah. You're in the paper? Well, the paper. No. The yellow pages? No. You're online. <laughs> I am. I'm definitely <laughs> online. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, the, the house calls that I've done are more so like people that know me. And they're like, hey, I just moved into this place. It's really weird. I saw a shadow run across the bedroom last night. Right. Can you come over? Yeah. And I'm like, do you want me to interact with it or do you just want to ignore it? Because I'm not the type of person that can actually get rid of things. Right. You can do things, you know, people who are really into that mm-hmm. um, will often use like white sage. Yep. And they'll do this little ritual and they'll take the sage around the house while it's burning and ask yeah. something to leave. Um, and we tried that. 
I don't know if it really, really worked, but she was able to say that she was sleeping a lot better. Oh, okay. That's good. I think in that particular case, I identified the problem. Right. It's two mirrors facing one another. Oh, yeah? Depending on how spooky you want to get, but a lot of people will say that um, two mirrors facing one another creates a portal. Lots of times people also say that mirrors will hold on to energy, so they say that that in itself is a portal. Yep. I can say I stayed at a place for my birthday, known as being a haunted house. There was a huge mirror in the room, yeah. and I was like, we're putting a blanket over that. <laughs> just, it freaked me right out. <laughs> I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife and the big baddie use mirrors as portals. There you go. <laughs> I did I did my research. <laughs> I did my research. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I have heard that before, though, with mirrors being portals. I, I All jokes aside, I've actually I've heard that before, too. So yeah. uh, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. So sometimes do you think that maybe... Like you said, like, do you really want me to interact with whatever you think is there? Yeah. Or do you just want me to come over there and snoop around and, and find out what's going on? So sometimes do you, like, when you're there, do you re- recognize that perhaps there isn't really anything going on here? Perhaps there's just, like, some negative energy in the air or something like that. And But your presence there helping uh, the person, like, work through, um, you know, whatever they're going through it helps make them feel better like have you has that ever been yeah so there's been there's been people who have told me that they believe that there's certain things going on mm-hmm. they've shown me certain pictures or surveillance videos and most of the time i can sort of discount that yeah and i'm like are you sure there wasn't just a car driving by in the street and it's a reflection hitting a mirror and it's Right. light that you're seeing travel across the room or are you sure it's not a bug that you're seeing right so there's there's things like that where i don't tend to always believe that it's something paranormal it right. could be just a regular occurrence mm-hmm. and if they're concerned about it i will say well you know there's this possibility that it isn't what your brain went to yeah it's something just very yeah. mundane i think that's good though because you know that also speaks to your level of credibility right you're not you're not just like jumping at every uh, a scary story that somebody calls you up and tells you about, right? So you yeah. go there and you you you're you're rational. You you assess the situation. You've got the tools to do it. Yeah. You know, and then once you've made your investigations, you put your report together, just like how I put together a market analysis. Somebody thinks their house is worth a million dollars, and I go in there and I say, close. <laughs> <laughs> But we need to take a couple of things into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just adds more to your credibility. I, you know, that's, that's good. I, yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I like to think of myself as being a very authentic person, mm-hmm. both my presence on camera and just when it comes to, you know, investigations when a camera isn't rolling either. Like, I like right. to think of all possibilities. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's not run away with the fact that it could be a ghost right now. Right. And, you know, I don't want to say that every place is haunted, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, if there's been a traumatic death or if it was an old house that has been, like, generational, like, the next generation lives there and then the next generation, there's probably a lot of, like, family energy tied to that, I guess we'll say. Right. Maybe there's some really good experiences there that maybe when that person passed, they wanted or they choose to come back and visit um, because they loved it so much. Right. Yeah. Um, but... Not every place that somebody dies in has to be haunted. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, 
let's uh as all this has been great you must have like some crazy real estate wow moments uh based on all of this inf- based on everything you've just shared with me here i'm really excited to know as uh, everybody who's listening knows i don't know what you're about to share with me <laughs> it's a surprise <laughs> it's a surprise yeah so uh do tell me what is your real estate wow moment or real estate whoa Okay, well, I mean, my father has always dabbled in real estate. He's mm-hmm. always, you know, purchased a lot of different properties, flipped things, all that kind of thing. Um, my husband and I also have purchased, I guess, three homes in our relationship. Um, so, yeah, we're no stranger to real estate. We've actually always had wonderful experiences, which oh, is that's, nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really not always the case. <laughs> no. No. Um, but actually something that ties into... The paranormal mm-hmm. is when I was five, my dad purchased this old piece of land. Whoa. They're blasting. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the mic drop. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> so what time is it? Then you'll know. Maybe are they on a schedule? Uh, this is the. Have they been doing this uh, at this time every day now? Mm, I haven't even heard. I didn't even hear the horn. Like no. I, usually, they're blowing the horn. Yeah, it's a big pit over there. Yeah, it just caught you by surprise. Today. Yeah, it caught me by surprise. Yeah, <laughs> that's twice on tape now that it's caught me by surprise. Yeah. Um. So I'll start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's start from the beginning there. Um. So my dad purchased. This will be on the outtakes, right? Yeah. The outtakes for sure. Yeah. See everyone tremble across the table. Such a scary story. Um. So my dad purchased this piece of land way back in the woods, old farmstead. Um. Three hundred and sixty-five acres. Whereabouts? Um. Between Chester and Windsor. Okay. Um. A place called Sherwood. Sherwood. Yeah. All right. So uh, he had purchased the, the piece of land and there was his old farmhouse on it. And I remember when I was five, I was just walking through this house and like things, bats were flying out of it. My mom was like trying to shield me in her yeah. coat and be like, it's okay, I promise. He ended up tearing uh, that house down except for the cellar. <laughs> the cellar was integrated into the foundation. So right. it was kind of the crawl space area. Oh. I firmly believe because that was done that place was haunted even though you know it was a new house and by the time i started having these experiences it was probably like 10 to 13 years old yeah so the house would have been like five Mm -hmm. five to eight years old but i would go downstairs into the basement and the jukebox would start playing when i got down there really and I remember being in the But this kitchen. is a reef this is a finished basement just finished basement. over top of the there was foundation. A storage door where we kept like our deep freeze and mm-hmm. past that was the the remaining part of that cellar. Why did he keep that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was in the kitchen one day and uh the the dishes started to break inside of the cupboard and I was like, What? And I always happened when I was in the house by myself. Mm-hmm. My parents were never far, but yeah. it always happened when, when I was by myself. And then it was the inevitable, what did you do now? Yeah. And <laughs> like the dishes started breaking in the cupboard. My mom was like, well, did you take them out of the dishwasher and were they hot and then they got cold? And I'm like, no, yeah. I didn't do any of that. It just started happening. And then um, probably when I was about 20, I was sitting at a desk doing some work minding my own business and there was a cup single cup mug 
that had pens in it. And I watched it move across the desk. And I remember it was broad daylight. And I walked outside and I was like, whoever's doing this needs to leave me alone. Like I was sort of being like super forceful, like leave me alone, trying to show how strong I was. But mm-hmm. inside I was trembling like you were a moment ago when you heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my eyes went wide. <laughs> yeah, I did not yeah. hide that well. So um, that was one real estate um, situation mm-hmm. that I can't say I recommend. Still own the property? No. No, they sold? They sold it okay. uh, back in 2005. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that foundation is still there. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever gone back with new tools? Have you ever called no. up the new owner and been like, hey, I used to live there. Funny story. Funny story. <laughs> <laughs> How are your kids doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have not, I mean, I've gone back um, to that location because my dad ended up building a golf course there. Oh, and okay. And that's, it's Sherwood Golf and Country Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. You ever felt spooky there? I've never felt spooky there, <laughs> but I've always very much loved that area. Yeah, I love that golf course. It's yeah. great. On a lighter note. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very great. <laughs> I've never felt spooky there, though. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. So apparently the story is that um, two brothers lived there until mm-hmm. they had passed, and neither one of them ever married. Mm-hmm. Um, and as my dad started to build a golf course, and there were superintendents and mm-hmm. other you know golf course workers there, they would dare each other to mm-hmm. like spend time alone in the original barn, which is there. <laughs> and uh, this one guy came up to me when I started telling him, like, I think this place is haunted. And he's like, do you? He's like, well, I saw lights in the woods. He's like, they looked like old lanterns. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? That's interesting. He's like... <laughs> I swear to God, it's Raymond Denobi, and that's what the brothers' names were. So right. I wasn't the only one that thought it was spooky there. Yeah. Now that you go, like next time you go, maybe you'll have a different mindset. Yeah, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So the whole golf course is uh, potentially haunted. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Let's get the. Uh, do you play golf? Let's head out there. We're gonna. <laughs> we'll get the other Chris. We'll get Wigmore. We'll head out there. Yeah. You're from around there, aren't you too? Have you ever, have you heard? Oh, bridge. Okay. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Not really that close. Sorry. (laughs) A long trek through the woods. Yeah. A long trek through the woods. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody might light the way for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's awesome. Good real estate wow moment. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. You know, uh, we had, uh, what I have, I had uh, somebody come on. She talked about a well actually in her basement and, um, That's creepy too. Like an old stone well, like an old, like an old dug stone well. And uh, I don't even think that she had it filled in. I think that it's, uh, I said, you know, you could have that filled in. I think it's just covered right now. That's Conjuring House vibes right there. Is that, is there a well in that house? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and this this, uh, haunted house that I spent my birthday at with my girlfriends, it's in Avondale. Yeah. And there's a well in that basement too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if you want to like lean into the whole energy conduction thing Mm -hmm. with water, I mean, a lot of people believe that if there's like an under, underwater, um, natural spring, or if there's something running underneath of your house, or if you have a well in your basement, you may be more susceptible to, uh, having hauntings. Yeah. How far under the, under the surface does that water have to be flowing? I don't know. Okay. Let's do some research. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just think about all of us with our drilled wells. I mean, my my well is probably 250 feet down. So, but <laughs> that's yeah, that's an interesting thought for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't like I don't like old creepy wells at all. No, no. no. I think of the ring. Is it the ring? Yes. Yeah, the ring. Right. I yeah, I think that. of the ring. Yeah. Yeah, that was a creepy, mm -hmm. creepy ass movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the time you watch that movie now, and it's terrible. Imagine though, if you had a well in your basement, yeah, and you went to go flick on the light down there, and the light didn't work, and then you saw this shadow crawling out from your, like, would you move? Yeah. Would you tell your real estate agent? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, I would hope that my client would tell me that they saw a, a creepy shadow <laughs> crawling across. I mean, I, you know, whether or not. I don't know. I feel like I would have a, a good enough relationship with them at that point that they could that they could uh, confide in me that they saw a creepy shadow like crawling out of a well in the basement or even just jumping out of the corner or something like that. But then, what does that do for the real like the the resale value of the home? Well, if I'm on the buying side, mm. I will ask my client, "Are you? Does this make you uncomfortable?" <laughs> and if the answer is yes, then okay. Well, you will not buy this house. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're actually having a serious conversation about this situation. Yeah. Oh, it's the truth. It's 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 an actual takes up a section in the course when you're when you when you go for your license. They talk about stigma and whatnot in the house. Yeah. No, well, it's a true story. Yeah. I've heard this, yeah. but I wasn't sure how factual it was. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's in the it's in the textbook talking about uh, houses with stigma, whether it could be haunted, uh, you know, there could be demons or, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, demons is actually written in there, but haunted is is in there, yes. Yeah, so they talk about houses with stigma. Yeah, somebody dies in it, somebody claims it's haunted, you know, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in New Orleans, so my favorite places to go visit. Yeah. And I feel like everything there is haunted. Yeah, and it says <laughs> on the for sale sign, haunted. Right, yeah. Well, because there's a market out there. That's probably a much smaller market than the regular buying public. But there's definitely a market out there for people who want to buy haunted houses, for sure. And, um, uh, you know, whether the, the issue... The, the, the issue with whether or not you're supposed to disclose that the house is haunted or whatnot. I mean, I guess there's some back and forth on that, but I mean, there is t talk about disclosure about everything that's happened in the house since you've owned the house, right? Or that you're aware about the house. So you always want to disclose, you know, everything you know about the house. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been a discussion or two about whether, what you do with the house that's been haunted. Yeah. Um, you know, some people believe in that stuff. Some people don't believe in that stuff. Some people want to believe in that stuff. And there's people out there that want to buy property that, that uh, specifically has been haunted or is haunted. And yeah, it's a real thing. I even put it, I even, I jokingly uh, did it, but I'm, uh, you know, like I said, I'm like Fox Mulder. I want to believe in all this stuff. You know, before Halloween, I uh, I started posting um, you know ads about uh, selling your haunted house. No, you didn't. <laughs> it didn't get the it didn't get any traction, but <laughs> but uh, you know why not? I mean, there's people out there who have homes that have probably uh, that have probably had some sort of experience, whatever that experience is. And uh, maybe they want to get out and they don't know what to do with that house now because, oh, it's, it's haunted now. Or there's definitely something happening here that I just can't explain with my rational brain. What are my next steps? You know? And then uh, I would love to be a phone call uh, for something like that because now I have connections. Right. <laughs> bring all my devices and be like, the house isn't haunted. It's just your client that's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're not going to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Ooh. <laughs> Too bad for them. But anyways, yeah, it's a, it's a truth. It's yeah, it's a legit thing for sure. Haunted houses trying to sell them. I mean, I don't know anybody who's uh, who's sold a haunted house, but uh, like personally. But I mean, people have sold haunted houses. Clearly, that the Conjuring House, the Amityville House, mm-hmm. you know, the um, uh, the um, the Borden House, the. Uh, uh, the Velisca house. There's all kinds of houses out there that have changed hands several times, and usually the ones that are buying them, like in that in that case where um, you went to the Conjuring House, the the one of the newest owners, they bought it specifically to. Oh, one hundred percent. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, I mean, if there's a good story written about it, and like now is the time because there's everything's diluted with paranormal stuff on television mm-hmm. discovery TV, oh yeah like discovery all, plus yeah <laughs> it's all there so i mean if you really want to make a an investment in a haunted house and turn it into an attraction yeah you're gonna get people yeah for sure you are oh i believe that mm-hmm. yeah and you know human beings we're, we're a little twisted like that we love that sort of stuff yeah uh, that's why true crime's so popular it's so true <laughs> yeah yeah. It's sad that like a lot of us women love watching true crime stuff in bed <laughs> as a way to relax. That's so true. That's so true. Sometimes I'll come home, uh, you know, after work or something like that late at night. And Wendy will be upstairs in bed watching like some sort of true crime uh, uh, Netflix documentary or something like that. And I'm real, and I lay down and I go to bed and there's like... And uh, he brought the knife down 36 times. And you're just like, and I'm just like, whoa, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, so those moments where you think you're going to have to sleep with one eye open because you're like, she knows how to do all this stuff now. I never thought about that, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has truly been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Kim, for coming in. This has been great. Where do you want to tell everybody where people can find you online? Sure. Yeah. yeah so my website is Kim Moser. That's M O S E R dot info. Mm-hmm. And you can also find me on Instagram at Kim's darker side. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear black today. <laughs> I, I usually do. <laughs> do you? Thanks okay. for filling in for me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Great.